Hey everyone, thanks for joining today. Today we're about to enter into a study that I think is an extremely important study for all churches. It's the topic of leadership. Um, leadership is not about having a title. Leadership is about serving a congregation. In this section today that we're going to look at, Paul is giving instruction on what a good leader must look like, qualifications that they must meet. Too often in the church today, we look at how leaders are in the world. If they're successful in the world, then they obviously would make a great elder. Well, that's it's possible, but that's not always true because what are the qualifications for a successful person in the world may not be the same qualifications and often are not the same qualifications that we need for one to be a good leader in the church. Uh, this first section will deal with the qualifications of elders, overseers, bishops, pastors, which by the way, just let me say here, the preacher of a church, unless he is an elder, is not a pastor. The pastors, according to the Bible, are those who oversee the flock, and that is the eldership of the church. In the next section, which we may not get to for a while, uh, we'll look at deacons. But what I want us to do today is start by reading 1 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 7. Uh, now, today we're only going to look at the first two verses. But uh, I want us to read all seven, and each time we will read all seven of these when looking at these qualifications. This is a true saying. If a man desire the office of a bishop, he desires a good work. A bishop then must be blameless, the husband of one wife, vigilant, sober, of good behavior, given to hospitality, apt to teach, not given to wine, no striker, not greedy of filthy lucre, but patient, not a brawler, not covetous, one that ruleth well his own house, having his children in subjection with all gravity. For if a man know not how to rule his own house, how shall he take care of the church of God? Not a novice, lest being puffed up with pride, he fall into the condemnation of the devil. Moreover, he must have a good report of them which are without lest he fall into reproach and the snare of the devil. Now that comes from the King James Version of the Scriptures. So uh, some of the terms I may use are probably from the new King James Version, but we'll make sure and, and uh, put them both together here so we know what we're talking about. One commentator broke this section down like this, and I think it's very good to look at it. In verse 2, he's going to deal with personal qualifications. In verse 3, he's going to deal with social qualifications. In verses 4 and 5, family qualifications. And in verses 6 and 7, spiritual qualifications. Now, many of these are going to overlap as we look at this, but that was just a pretty simple uh, breakdown. So let's look at each of these areas. But before we get to verse 2, I think we have to start with verse 1, because sometimes people don't think verse 1 is important. My personal belief is this. If someone does not have a desire to be an elder, if they do not have a desire to be in leadership or to lead, they're not going to make a very good leader. Uh, if I have to, instead of I want to, 
changes the whole scenario, in my opinion, going into it. It's kind of like when one goes to worship service. Do I feel like I have to go, that it's an obligation? Or do I go because I think it's a privilege and I want to go? There's a big difference between those two, isn't there? So uh, remember that saying that says you get out what you put in. And so that's extremely important in a lot of areas of life. So if one has the desire, then we move on to does that individual meet the qualifications? In verse two alone, there are seven qualifications. Blameless, husband of one wife, temperate, sober-minded, of good behavior, hospitable, and apt or able to teach. So let's look briefly today at each one of those. Blameless. Well, if this means one has to be perfect, we're all left out right off the bat, aren't we? Because the only way we would even possibly be blameless is because we are children of Christ and the blood of Christ covers us. But blameless in this scenario means that there's nothing outstanding. There's no outstanding faults or anything that someone could come back and say, this really puts a mark on your character, on your credit uh, to who you are. And so we have to not have any of those things coming into leadership. Second, the husband of one wife. Literally, I know this means a one woman man. And this has led many to say, it doesn't matter how many times a person has been married, as long as he is currently a one woman man. Now I'm gonna tell you, uh, I have a real problem with that because I don't really think that's what this is teaching. Uh, but what some say was that this would mean that they're not guilty of adultery, bigamy, polygamy, or homosexuality. This still would mean, no matter how you look at it, the husband of one wife would mean that any separation from any other spouse would have had to have been either by death or by scriptural reasons. So we could say a whole lot more on this and take up not just uh, this podcast, but we could do this for several, several, several podcasts. But uh, I want us to move on in this section. Next, the New King James says temperate. The Old King James says vigilant. Uh, it means, you know, be determined. Uh, have a purpose, but it also means temperate, means modest, moderate, and mild. Uh, It doesn't mean don't have any emotions whenever you're in leadership. You've got to have emotions. That's just who we are, and that's who God has given us. But we must be even-tempered. To go along with that, the next one is sober-minded. Be a clear thinker, self-controlled, cool under pressure, because there may be situations that are brought to you that you could be apt to lose your cool, but you have to remain cool being a good leader. Have good behavior, uh, obedient to God's word. People see you striving to do what God wants you wants you to do. Hospitality, friendly, welcoming, not just at church, but also in our homes. We have to be a person who is very friendly You know, uh, one of the biggest draws to a congregation is when people come in and they find that the congregation is very friendly. They feel very welcomed and very accepted. And that starts from the top down. Uh, Be able to teach or apt to teach. Know the Bible. Be able to share your knowledge with someone. If one wanted to know something about the Bible, should not a leader be able to help them 
find it. So there you have just one verse in 1 Timothy chapter 3, or basically two verses, I guess, verse 1 and verse 2, but most of the qualifications are in verse 2. Just two verses of this section. So it should show us just in these two verses that God doesn't take leadership lightly, that he is very serious about leaders in the body of Christ. Hope to see you next time. Have a great day. Bye.